Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Hey gals, welcome back to another episode of Working Gals Guide. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. I know today is again not the regular Monday release, but that really is because of everything currently going on. And I think I'm going to start on a new schedule here with releasing. Um, Last week was a Wednesday. Today is going to be a Thursday when I release this. Um, I'll keep everyone posted on what I decide to do moving forward. But I do really want to reflect before I actually get into today's guest and really anything else. And first of all, say thank you to everyone that tuned in last week to last week's episode and really all the positive feedback that we had from that episode. I know it was not a regular topic. It was about Black Lives Matter. It was about raising your voice and not staying silent. It was about educating yourself during this time, during this movement, being someone who is not just bettering yourself, but getting the word out there and helping your friends, helping your family understand what's going on and really getting a conversation going. And the biggest thank you I do want to say is to my friend, Aboon, who was on the episode last week. And for everyone that listened, um, a lot of you did share your feedback with me and it was also positive saying thank you to Aboon for sharing her story, being so vulnerable, and but also being so educational in the way that she was talking about her experiences. It really was amazing. And being the person basically chatting with her, having the conversation, interviewing her was a very touching experience. It was a little bit, I would say, just it really took me aback because Again, it's not a conversation that we typically do have day to day and really previous to this movement. I don't think it's one that a lot of us had with our friends or family. So being able to sit there and talk with her was really a touching experience for me. And I'm so blessed and so thankful that she was able to come on and that she was so open with sharing her experiences. I do again want to say thank you to everyone listening and everyone that listened last week to that episode because it really means that you were trying to educate yourself, that you're trying to be a better person in this situation. I am so, so happy that the people that listen to this podcast and the people I surround myself with, my friends, my family, and of course, all the listeners out there, that you're the kind of people that do want to be better. So thank you. Um, But yes, getting into today's episode, I do have a guest on. Her name is Ginny King, and she is incredible. She has had five internships at NBC, a couple at Bravo. And if you're anything like me, you love Bravo. And I mean, all the good stuff is on there. You have Vanderpump Rules. You have the Real Housewives franchises. You also have your Shaws of Sunset. I mean, Below Deck. Southern Charm. There's just so much on there. I love it all. And yes, Jenny did have five internships at Bravo. Um, sorry, not at Bravo, at NBC in general, but a couple at Bravo. So amazing. I mean, she's going to tell you all about those experiences, how she got those internships, the way she had to network, the way she had to really be persistent in getting those as well. I think we can all um, assume without even being told that getting an internship at you know, NBC in general is not an easy thing to do. There's a ton of people applying. It's all going to be the top candidates around, you know, the world, essentially, especially the U.S. 
applying to those positions, but she was able to get that first internship. She was able to make a name for herself. And I think the fact that she's had so many internships and was asked to come back and intern time and time again is really testament to the girl boss that she is and the kind of amazing professional that she's going to be one day and already is as well. So yeah, I'm so excited for her to tell you her story. Also, I do want to point out that Jenny has and does work at Equinox and I think we all love Equinox as a brand. It's something that stands out to us. It really has, you know, come to popularity in the last couple of years. It's super trendy and she works there as well teaching classes. So she'll talk about that experience as well and a couple other working experiences that she had as well as her time at her college or university in New York. So Jenny is a great individual We recorded officially, I think, about 35, 40, 45 minutes, but I do want to make a note that we actually chatted for about two hours total. It was crazy um, that two hours, some of it was before I hit record, some of it after. We really just got along so well, so she's such a lovely person, and I honestly am just so happy this podcast brought me together with her, and I was able to, you know, form that friendship with her um, over the podcast and hear her story, because Again, she had so many good nuggets of information in there, and it was extremely inspirational. The last note I will leave this on is the fact that Jenny has been sharing a lot of resources to do with Black Lives Matter, and just in general with the movement going on, she has been sharing tons of great resources on her social media. All her social media is linked um, in the show notes, so you can find it there. She also says um, her Instagram platforms at the very end of the podcast, so you'll you'll hear it there as well. But I do want to make a note that if you don't follow Jenny already, make sure to search her up and follow her, of course. Um, but most of all, I think it's admirable and I think it's amazing what she's sharing out. Th- those are great resources that she's putting on her story, so I definitely urge you to take a look at those and Of course, the last thing before we get into it, if you're enjoying um, this podcast, if you're enjoying the episodes, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Working Gals Guide. All right. So without further ado, here's today's guest, Jenny King. Hey guys, welcome back to the Working Gals Guide podcast. And you know the deal. I'm here to interview people in all different careers, all different industries, and chat about their journey and how they got there. I'm really here to help you get inspired and really help you find your dream job as well. So welcome to our podcast and thanks for tuning in. Hey Jenny, how's it going? Thanks so much for coming today. Hey. How's it going? How was your day? I heard you ran a half marathon this morning. What was that about? Yes. So I ran the first half this morning and I'm running the second half this evening. That is (laughs) so crazy. Is that like a challenge or like a virtual run? So, okay. I have a friend uh, at the gym um, who messaged me a couple weeks ago and he was like, hey, I'm running a half marathon on this day. It's going to be like a virtual thing. I'm going to try to get people to run it. And um, if you want to, like, let me know and we can just like text back and forth while we're running this half marathon. And I was like, cool. Okay, awesome. Um, But my day kind of, 
I had a ton in the middle of the day that I had to do. So I was like, I'm going to wake up super early on a Saturday, go for a run uh, and then get like seven of the miles done and then do whatever I have to do midday and then run the other 6.1 miles later. And I don't know if that actually counts as a half marathon if it's broken up, but I'm just going to take it that way. I think it 100% counts. How many people can run a half marathon? That is insane. I'm obsessed with that. So <laughs> that's awesome. And what's the weather like in New York today? I hope it's like a little sunny and a little warm considering the fact that you're going to be outside for so long. Yeah. So it's actually, so I'm in Rhode Island right now um, okay. because of the given you know situation. Yes. And um, I'm staying here until everything goes over in New York, uh, which has been kind of heartbreaking because I I love New York City. Um, I've been there for four years now, but you know, we're doing what we got to do to stay safe and social distance. So in Rhode Island, it's about 60 degrees and sunny, which is literally perfect weather for running. Um, Absolutely beautiful today. Very gorgeous. Yeah. Do you like wear headphones and like listen to music when you run? Cause like, so just like a a backtrack or a side note, I also run as well. So I'm a big runner. My family is a family of runners. Like my mom runs ultra marathons and my sister runs for her college uh, track team and cross country team in California. So we're all like really, really big runners. So I absolutely just like love anyone that runs. Like, I feel like we're part of this weird community and family somehow, if I meet anyone who runs like half marathons. So um, tell me more, like, do you actually listen to music when you run or are you a podcast person when you run or just like no music, no headphones whatsoever? Oh, it's all about the music, honestly. Like yes. it's really about getting in that vibe, that mindset where you just power through and it feels so good. And there's something about mixing endorphins with like the best music ever yes, it yes. like makes you want to run even faster and farther. Like I'm obsessed with it. It's like that runner's high. Um, yes. I also love a podcast when I'm like on a walk or a run, but mainly music. Uh, I love listening to Khalid when I run. I love the aces. They're a new girl band. Um, they have like a really cool vibe. I feel like they're kind of like the female version of like the 1975. So oh, cool. I love okay. them. Um, I listen to rap if I'm like feeling like, you know, really intense. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just kind of go with the mood. Like there have been days where I've listened to Michael Buble when I run. Oh my gosh. So funny. <laughs> it really depends on the day. <laughs> I love it. And fun fact, Michael Buble lives about, I want to say 10 or 15 minutes away from me. And I know exactly where he lives. Um, not to sound Wait. creepy. But <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. He lives really I love close to me. I love his music. <laughs> I use his music as like a calming, like, I don't know. I feel like listening to Michael Buble while I'm just like mulling around my mulling. I don't even know, like hanging out in my house or my apartment. Like I just like hang out. I listen to Michael Buble. I put him on the Alexa. I'm like just doing homework or like stretching. Like he is such a good vibe, I have to say. And I, I listen to him a lot when I'm in a stressful situation because it makes me feel relaxed. Yes. He's so happy. Like his tone is so happy and so calming. I'm obsessed with the fact that you love Michael Buble. (laughs) This is like happy news to me. <laughs> I feel like we're becoming best friends. We are. We're <laughs> we so should funny. run together sometime. We should, we should definitely do like a virtual like marathon or half marathon together. I would be so down for that. West Coast and East oh Coast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And if you're ever in New York, like I can show you all the running spots around here too. Well, around there. Um, Amazing. So like exciting. Perfect. Um, all right. So I do want to make sure that we do um, introduce you because I feel like we've been chatting for so long right now. 
Um, but tell everyone where you're from, who you are, what you do. I want everyone to know everything about you. Oh my gosh, so exciting. Okay, so my name is Ginny King. Um, my real name is Virginia, but my nickname's Ginny, and that's kind of what I go by professionally um, within fitness and within my internships and, you know, working in media. So I am a student right now at Pace University in New York City. I'm a senior graduating in May. So I have about two more weeks left of school, which is wild. So exciting. Congratulations, by the way. It's incredible. Thank you. Um, and I teach group fitness classes at Equinox in New York City, which is truly like my favorite thing to do in the whole world. Um, I like live and die for Equinox. I love them so much. Um, so yeah, I do that. And then I intern at NBC Universal, currently at Bravo. I've been there for two semesters. Um, I worked on ad sales for two semesters and I worked at Universal Pictures for one semester. So I've had five semesters there. And yeah, I live in New York City, um, which is literally my dream come true. I'm obsessed with New York mm -hmm. City. I literally wake up in New York City every morning, like full of like so much joy that I live there. And it's been four years. And uh, currently I'm in Rhode Island um, during the quarantine because I want to be with my family, but I am just itching to get back to New York. Um, I obsessed with New York. I never want to leave. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of me. I'm a twin. Um, I share a podcast with my twin sister, Carrie. Um, it's called Twin Talk. We've had it for about a year and a half now. And we also have a YouTube channel together as well. And then I have a fitness Instagram that's at Jenny King Fit. It's kind of like my daily fitness blog. And that's pretty much me. Yes, I'm obsessed. I like love absolutely everything that you're doing. And the fact that you live in New York and work in New York incredible like to me like that is my dream as well and I'm so happy like whenever I like see or like you know meet young girls who are like around my age who are actually pursuing that like that is probably the best feeling ever to like like you said wake up in New York every day walk into 30 Rock and be like I work here like I work at NBC I work at Bravo like I can just walk in and walk up and meet all these incredible people and just be such a boss I love it so much oh my gosh yeah it's really crazy like um, it's definitely surreal. And I know we kind of spoke on it before, but I have had in my life, a, definitely a lot of imposter syndrome based on like, do I deserve to be here? This is so crazy. And like, mm -hmm. you're running into like Hoda. Oh, one time I ran into Hoda, like as I was swiping into the Stop. elevator. Oh my gosh. Like, oh my gosh. And I, one time I was standing next to John Mayer in the elevator and I was like, no, what is happening? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's definitely surreal. It's such a dream come true. And, um, I'm just honestly thankful every day for what I get to do. Amazing. What was Hoda like? Did you get to talk to her? So I didn't really talk to her. Like the way it worked is that we, I was like entering the turnstile and I was like swiping my badge and she was walking out the same turnstile. And so yes. we kind of like looked up at each other and we're like, oh, sorry. And then <laughs> she like let, she let me go. And I was like, oh my gosh, like thank you. And she was just so sweet. And then she ran off to do her job. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like Hoda letting someone else go through a turn cycle first is like the most Hoda thing to do. <laughs> I know. She's such a class act. I like am obsessed with her. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I love it. Um, I feel like working at Bravo, I think again, we were talking about this before we hit record, but working at Bravo is such a dream job. And overall, just working for NBC, like such a dream job for so many people out there, including myself. So can you walk us through how you got the job and 
kind of about your internships as well and what you do day to day. Yeah, definitely. So I, um, I got my first internship at NBC in my fall semester of junior year, and I've been working there consistently since then. Um, so the way it worked, it was very interesting how I got my job there. So I went to um, a networking event in the winter, spring-ish, uh, the spring semester, but it was still very cold um, of my sophomore year. And I, it's kind of hard to explain. I got this random email and it was like, you know, submit an essay and we're going to consider your essay to be like invited to a networking event for like NBC Universal and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, cool. Like this doesn't seem very probable, but like I'll submit an essay because going to college, my dream was to work at NBC. Um, yes. Me and my sister used to say that like that was our dream internship. And we were so, we were like applying to internships like our freshman year. Like we were crazy. Um, so, cause I had had an internship in high school, um, at a company called Kyle James Patrick, which is just a Rhode Island based company. And yeah. So I, I actually, like, I actually know what that is surprisingly for some reason, even though I'm from the West coast, just because he, his wife, I think Sarah, um, I used to follow her on Instagram cause I was obsessed with her style. Yeah. She's so cool. They, they have a very cool vibe. Um, they're definitely well-known for sure. But I had left that internship and I was like, okay, cool. Like I had an internship. Maybe this will get me in the door. But when you get to New York, you realize that everybody wants upperclassmen for their internships because no one, no one really wants to hire the freshmen. (laughs) And that was definitely a lesson. So I applied for NBC a few times, you know, didn't hear back about an interview my freshman and sophomore year. But then early the spring semester of my sophomore year, I had that email and it was like, you know, submit an essay and you'll get a chance to go to this networking event. So it's like, okay, cool. I like wrote up this little essay about why I th- thought I should go to the event, submit it, whatever. I didn't think about it. So, you know, it didn't seem like a huge possibility. And then I hear back like a week later and they're like, oh, congrats, you've been selected. Awesome. And I was thinking like, that's so cool. Like I'll go to this event at Pace. I'll meet, you know, a rep or whatever, campus careers or something. Maybe we'll like swap business cards and like make a connection but then I found out um they said okay we're gonna send you the location like three days before (laughs) I was like what's happening yeah um so they send me like three days before the location and it's the 11th floor in 30 rock oh my gosh I was like wait is this like not a pace event what's happening and um then they sent me like a huge list of executives all the way down to like managers at the company and said, you know, these are all the people who are going to be there. Memorize their resumes. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I wrote down, I like went through all of their LinkedIn. I like was memorizing like where they went to college and their faces and their names. And I was like going crazy for three days. Um, And I get to this event and there's 20 students and there's 20 employees. And it turned out to be like a round robin style. And this is a event called Bold Networking, which um, is run by this wonderful, amazing woman. Her name's Christine Escribano. And she eventually, you know, not to bury the lead, but she uh, ended up being my boss eventually. Um, oh, nice. About six months later. But she's amazing. But I get there and there's students who have like flown in to New York City for this event. It's like me and like a bunch of other people who have been to like Princeton and like Fordham and Columbia. And I was just like, oh, I just took the 2-3 train from pace like yes hi it was so crazy I I didn't realize the gravity of the event that I was going to um but I made sure to network with everyone and you know try to make a good impression try to be myself um and I got 
a couple of emails. So I sent a ton of follow-up emails the next day, heard back from a few people and we just had good conversations, but it was like nothing that was like, you know, you're getting hired tomorrow or anything. Right. Um, sorry. I feel like I'm making this into such a long story. <laughs> no, I love it. it I love the story. <laughs> um, thanks. But anyway, so I didn't hear back, you know, we, we were just like, cool. Like, thanks. It was so nice to go to this event. It was so wonderful. And they were like, cool. Thank you. Like, we're so impressed by you. Um, it was so nice to meet you. And I thought, cool. That's like the end of it. At least I have a connection if I like need to reach out. So then I was planning on studying abroad uh, in Paris, the, the following semester. So that would have been my fall of my junior year. And at the beginning of the summer, I was working an internship at the Marina group that I currently work for. And I um, was just kind of living my life. I was going to go to Paris. I was actually, I was working at Equinox, but I wasn't an instructor yet. I was at the front desk, which is where I started. And I was just kind of like going through the motions because I was like, cool, I'm going to go to Paris in a couple months. And I get this email from NBC uh, to a position that I had applied for in early, early spring. And they were like, hey, we're considering you for this ad sales fall internship. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to Paris. Like, what do I do? This yeah. is crazy. Um, I literally had my apartment picked out in Paris. Like I, like through the school, obviously, and like had like a deposit down, which I eventually got back, thankfully. Yes. But I was going crazy. So I emailed um, the dean of my business school for advice, um, which was so, so helpful. And then I emailed who ran the networking event that I went to. Um, and I said, Hi, Christine, I don't know if you remember me, but I just heard back about this internship for ad sales and I'm super interested, but I don't know like if I'll find out in time to like cancel my plans because I'm actually studying abroad in Paris. And she said, you know, I don't do the hiring because she's the senior vice president of ad sales. Yes. So it's kind of an interesting person to reach out to. But she was so sweet. She was like, I don't do the hiring, but I can put you in touch with HR. And I said, thank you so much. And if you have any time in the next coming weeks, I would love to get coffee and just chat about the program. And she said, actually, next week I have some time. So let's get coffee. So we sat down and got coffee. It was so wonderful. We connected yes, yeah. so much. Um, we just, I mean, she's a wonderful person. So it's easy to talk to her and just talk about, we talked about marketing and like why we love marketing and just the program in general, like ad sales and the whole career uh, path that you go down. And she actually invited someone from HR to meet with me afterwards. And oh, cool. then the next day they just gave me the position. Oh my the gosh, Amazing. So it was definitely not your conventional introduction to NBC, but that's why yes, when I got yeah. the call that I got it, I was like, wait, what? Like, I, this doesn't feel real. Like, I feel like I just, like, how did this happen so fast? Um, yes. And yeah. so of course, like, yeah, I canceled Paris. Of course. <laughs> I ended up of course. going to Paris for a weekend the next, the next year, but. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's how it all began. I would have been on the floor if NBC had called me and said, hey, you have a job at NBC. I would have been literally just like on the floor crying with happiness. That would have been like the best moment. Like, where were you when they actually called you? So I was at work in my other internship and I was having lunch um, in our like lunch room area. Yes. And I literally was like silent screaming. <laughs> and yes. I called my sister and I was like, I got the job. I was like, this is crazy. Yes. This is like, and she like screamed. I think she told like everyone she was with. She's like, my sister just got a job at NBC. <laughs> it was like literally the best feeling in the whole world. It was like, I, I didn't even know like how it was possible 
that that it happened so fast. And it was really a dream coming true, honestly. It's amazing. And it's so cool that you're able to persevere so much because you said you applied a couple different times and you went to networking events and you did all of like the work leading up to it. So I think it's good to hear too that sometimes you do have to come back over and over again and really put yourself out there multiple different times before you do get hired and before you do get noticed. But clearly you do have a special quality and they saw that in you and they hired you. And now you said you worked there for five different semesters, which is very, very cool. Thanks. Yeah, I I love NBC and I've been blessed to continue um, on multiple teams. It definitely isn't easy to get rehired. Um, and there have been times that it was, it didn't feel like it was going to happen. Um, but I'm so blessed to be mm-hmm. still working at NBC. And it's crazy that like, after this, you know, graduation in May, I'm no longer eligible, but I feel like I really maximize my time there. And I'm very, very grateful for the time I've had. Absolutely. And you said that it isn't that easy to get hired back. So how were you able to get hired back? Obviously four different times after your first one. Um, Like what did you have to do? Like, did you really have to network or did you really have to apply again to different teams to get additional positions? Yeah. So the way it works is that you can talk with your campus careers um, manager or the person who's kind of like overseeing you and you can say, Hey, I'm interested in pursuing, you know, more positions. You do all the applications the same as you would if you were just entering and then you can kind of let them know. But, um, for me, I interviewed at multiple teams, multiple semesters, for example, Bravo. So I interviewed for Bravo after my first semester at ad sales and I got through two rounds of interviews. They really, really liked, um, my like the way I vibe with the team but in the end it ended up going to a senior um, and I was still a junior so I didn't get that position and I thought you know I was very sure I was going to get it um, my my junior year and so then I kind of went into a frenzy like the last weeks of my first internship um, and I was like what am I going to do like I'm going to leave the company and I don't have another plan Um, but it all worked out I was able to continue at ad sales which isn't customary but I I think another thing is that you really have to commit to your team and show them that you're willing to work really hard. And if you make those connections within your team, they will look out for you. And um, I, the team that I worked for in ad sales for two semesters, it's my family, honestly. Like I still have calls with them. I went to like one of their um, offsite parties uh, last year. I think it was last summer. Um, And I, I feel so connected with them. So that was a a major um, part of getting rehired is that we just all really felt like I was part of the team. Um, And I was totally blessed to be rehired there. That was a dream come true. And then going into the summer, I had to interview at multiple, um, multiple business units. So I've interviewed within ad sales, within Bravo marketing, within um, universal pictures. And I've interviewed within, uh, what was the other one? Oxygen. Okay. So I haven't gotten everything that I've interviewed for just because it, there are so many moving parts and there's so many different um, people and connections and it, it's a lot happening. Sometimes very overwhelming to navigate. But in the end, I worked for Universal Pictures over the summer, which was so great. That was a blast. And then mm-hmm. the people at Bravo who had interviewed me you know, for the other position that I didn't end up getting, they actually reached out and they said, Hey, Ginny, I don't know if you're still interested, but 
we know we couldn't hire you last semester, but we'd love to hire you for the fall. And they said, you know, can we interview you again, et cetera, et cetera, because when I didn't get the job in the fall at Bravo, I, um, I reached out and I said, thank you so much. Even just being considered was such an honor, honestly. And for sure, you know, I hope we can stay in touch. I think they were impressed by that and they kept me in mind, which was amazing. And here I am two semesters later at Bravo. And yeah, I don't know if any of that made sense. I hope that does. It does make sense. And it's so good to hear. And there's a lot of good nuggets and tips in there as well. Like making sure you reach out to the, to the hiring manager, even if you don't get the job, just so they do know you're a courteous person. And of course, like you said, appreciate just being considered for any job that you're going out to, to get hired for. So that's awesome. I'm so happy that you were able to work for Bravo eventually. Um, again, I'm a big Bravo watcher. So again, another dream job yes. for me. Yeah. What's your favorite hey, what's Bravo your favorite show? show? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we're so I funny. Um, okay, I'm so I'm a big Real Housewives fan. Real Housewives of New York is I think my favorite show on Bravo. How about you? Oh my gosh. I love it. I, I mean, of the Real Housewives, my favorite is Beverly Hills. I'm a big Beverly Hills fan. Yes. Of Bravo in general, I love Below Deck just because I do work in yachting. And so oh, cool. I've actually met some of the people. I don't know if you watch Below Deck Med, but I've met Captain Sandy. Of course yachts. I know <laughs> Captain Sandy. Oh my gosh, that must have been amazing. She's such a hardcore woman. I feel like she would have been just like so sweet, but then also knows how to command an entire ship. So crazy. Yes. Oh my gosh. I want to be just like her. I think she has the perfect balance of kindness and poise. And mm-hmm. also she doesn't take anything from anyone and she's no. just so strong. I am obsessed with her, but anyway, <laughs> I love Below Deck and you know, all their franchises. We have Below Deck Sailing Yacht, which is new. And we have Below Deck Med, which is um, not as new, but still, you know, so fun. And then I also love Southern Charm because oh, I Southern just Charm. Go, like, I don't yes. understand the South because I don't, I've never actually like been to the South. And so it just feels like you're watching some like Southern movie and I find it so cool. I love all the characters. I mean, the people obviously, but like Shep and um, Craig. I love Craig. Oh my gosh. And then meeting all of them. So I didn't, officially like you know shake their hands but I was able to meet a lot of Bravo celebrities at BravoCon this year and it was just so surreal like I felt like I was at Disneyland for Bravo and it was so fun. I feel like I just I am so blown away right now like I love Southern Charm and you went to BravoCon which I didn't even realize you went to I am just floored right now like that must have been the most surreal moment like I feel like BravoCon for me would have been more exciting than Disneyland as a child. (laughs) oh my gosh no it was insane it was so cool um I worked actually my team so I'm on the consumer marketing team at Bravo and my team actually like spearheaded the whole event um they created it they we basically ran the whole thing um up until the day of ran through the whole event you know we had our hand on every piece of the event and I was on a small team of I think we had about like 10 to 15 people who were really, you know, taking ownership over the event. And I was able to take a large piece of that because um, we had multiple venues and I was in charge of running one of the venues with only two other people. And so I, and just being like the general like point person um, for my team at that venue, because it was very all hands on deck. Um, and I really felt so proud after that weekend because we worked from you know 8 a.m till midnight three days in a row we didn't stop we didn't um you know take breaks too much we just 
were basically all hands on deck the whole weekend and it went off without a hitch and it was just the most magical experience. I can't even explain. It was just so yes. surreal. And yeah. I felt like I was in New York city, but I felt like I had been transported to like Bravo land or something yes, for three yeah. years. And uh-huh. like I came off of it and I was like, oh my gosh, this was just like the craziest weekend. I felt like I was in like a dream. So of course. And, uh, yeah. That's amazing. It's so cool that you got to be so part of it and just putting it together and planning all of that. I think that would have been like an incredible, incredible project. Would you say it was your favorite project that you worked on at Bravo? Um, I think that it's definitely different to what I do now because now we're doing um, just more what we would normally do in our team. But, uh, and I can't, I, you know, I can't divulge too much of no. what we do at Bravo. But I think BravoCon was definitely um, the top for sure because it just felt so special and it was the first ever and it was such a, such success and having all of the talent there and we had like the live Watch What Happens Live and you know Luann's cabaret show and it was just so fun and it felt so surreal. It felt kind of like what you would imagine an internship at Bravo to be like where yes. in some dream world where like all the Bravo lebs are there and yeah, it just was very special for me. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, even you just saying like Luann being there, I can imagine like all the OGs like Jill Zarin and like just Real Housewives from like Miami, like even all the Southern Charm cast, like incredible, incredible to be in their presence and and know that you put together an incredible event for them as well. So cool. I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah. I'm so obsessed with that. Um, so I do want to talk about as well, because of course you've been hired back multiple different times. And can you give some tips to anyone listening about how to be like such a important key intern and how to really excel in your position as well? Like what are some of the things that you do that really have put you on top and made you such a key player within your teams? Um, I think the first thing that I do is that I make sure that on my internship days, I only have my internship. So I don't do like, you know, unless I can help it, I don't do classes after or in the middle of the day. I like to, if I'm on, I'm on, if I'm off, I'm off. So I like to feel very committed to the day. I don't um, teach classes after, I don't have like a scheduled class after work unless it's necessary. So like for um, teaching Equinox or for Pace, I like to say that, you know, if I'm in the office three days a week, I'm going to Bravo or I'm going to <clears throat> NBC and I'm going to work there until they need me to work until I leave. Cause some days you get off at six, some days you stay till, I mean, there have been days that I stayed till nine, um, depending on the day, you know, that's, that's definitely not your average day, but I like to be able to go above and beyond when it's necessary. And so I like to commit that full day and they say, Oh, Jenny, like I know it's six, but could you do this one last thing for us? It's really important. I say, absolutely. I'm so happy to, and I will stay until it's done. And that's truly, um, I think what sets me apart is that when I'm at Bravo or when I'm at any of my other internships, I will do whatever it takes to make sure this team is benefited. So I really put the team above myself, um, and I work until the job is done. And also I think beyond give, beyond the things that people give you, I'd like to look for, you know, gaps where there could be improvements. So I'll look for like tasks that I can do that people wouldn't have even thought of. And I'll kind of do them silently on the side and like present what I've done or like kind of say, Hey, like, would you mind if I work on this? I feel like it would be helpful to the team. And then I mm-hmm. deliver in that way. And I think that showing that initiative as well um, is what sets me apart. 
Yeah, for sure. Those are amazing tidbits and you're adding value in so many different ways when you're doing that. And yeah, that's amazing. Um, I do want to touch on the fact too, that you don't just work at, you know, NBC and Bravo. You also have another career on the side as well, where you are a fitness instructor, which is amazing. You're so athletic. I love it. Um, but have you been able to balance both of those different roles and alongside with that, having a podcast, having a YouTube and of course going to school as well? Um, I like to say that Google calendar is like my best friend. Um, I have everything color coded. So I have like Bravo's in purple and I have, you know, schools in green and I have Equinox in black because Equinox is the lowest black. Um, and so I just, I go through, I look, I take a hard look at what my schedule looks like. I always leave myself enough time. I'm never rushing anywhere because that in itself creates so much unnecessary stress. So I like to keep my stress low and just follow my schedule. Everything should run smooth. Um, I wake up super early every morning to get in morning workouts or to get work done in the morning. Um, so I usually, when I'm in New York, I wake up between 5.30 and 6.30 um, and then I'll go to bed around 11. So just trying to keep efficiency. And also I, um, I make sure I eat throughout the day. Um, just keep eating healthy snacks uh, because I feel like a lot of people, they get so busy and they'll forget to eat, you know, enough food. And that right there is just like the key to inefficiency because your brain isn't functioning as clear or like, you know, your body, especially as a fitness instructor, like if I'm running from one class to another, I have to have a snack or a a meal in between um, just to make sure that I'm on top of my game. So I like to get enough sleep fuel myself and then Google calendar, like my, that's like my trio of success. It's like your three (laughs) pillars, Jenny's three pillars, and I'm subscribing to all of it. I think it's awesome. (laughs) I love it. Yes. My three, your three pillars. You can tell, you can tell we're both in business. We're using the word three pillars. (laughs) I know. I love it. We're literally becoming best friends right now. Yes. It's so funny. (laughs) So how long have you worked at Equinox? I feel like that's another amazing place to work that everyone is all about right now. It's so hot as a company. So tell us more about that. Yeah. So I started at Equinox when I was in my sophomore year of college. Um, I started at the front desk because I needed another job. I was working in the business school at my university, um, which I loved. I worked there for two years, my freshman and sophomore year. And I was like, Hey, I could probably do another side hustle. Like I could probably make a little bit more money. And like, I was getting into fitness, um, as like something for me to do. I was like, I like working out. Um, so maybe I'll work at a gym where I can work out and work there. And Equinox, of course, is just so well known. I had a roommate who had worked there before at the front desk. And so I applied to three different locations. I went back from January until April and I kept like reshaking all their hands and like re-adding in my resume and being like, hi, I want to work here. Um, and I eventually got hired in April. So I worked at the front desk for six months and, um, but by the end of my six months at the front desk, the group fitness manager kind of suggested that he thought I had the personality for group fitness. Um, and then I became a mentee to one of the managers. I trained, I learned the ropes, I got ACE certified, and then I auditioned um, and got hired the following May at Equinox to be an instructor. So I've been an instructor since last May. So it's been almost a year now, but I taught my first class in August. I don't know if that timeline makes sense. No, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. 
that I've been teaching since August. Um, and it's truly like, I can't express it is Mm -hmm. the joy of my life. (laughs) It's literally like, I love Equinox so much. I would just live in Equinox if I could. I think their brand is amazing. I love their commitment. Their whole slogan is, you know, commit to something. Mm -hmm. And I think that is such a good slogan. Like commit. If you're going to go into a class, I want you to pick up those weights and I want you to move with intention. You know, I want you to give it everything you have. Mm -hmm. And I think committing to something in general outside of fitness is such a good motto. And I just like to live the brand and I teaching there is truly like a dream come true. I love it. And it's so true. The slogan commit to something, commit to everything. Like honestly, what you do in your life, everything you put in is what you're going to get back. And I think it's an excuse that people use when they think that things aren't going well. It's because you're not committing hundred percent. Like you have to go in guns a blazing with all your passion, all your motivation, all your determination as well. And it's like you said, I think you do carry that throughout your entire life. And even like you're saying within your internships, if someone asks you to do something, you're all in, you're putting your team above yourself. Like you are doing absolutely everything you can for them. And that's the reason why you're succeeding so much. It's, it's incredible to hear. So I love that so much. And I think I'm going to take that with me, (laughs) commit to something. I I love love that. I love it so much. Um, So I know we are wrapping up close to our time, but before we do go, two more things. Um, I do want you to give us your best piece of career advice you've ever been given just to share with our listeners, if that's okay. Oh my gosh, totally. So my best career advice that I've been given, um, I, it's definitely to add value, to seek a position where you can add value. And if that position doesn't exist, create that position by adding the value before it's created. Um, I know that sounds kind of interesting. It's a little bit vague, but for example, um, so basically I got this career advice from the Dean of my business school. His name's Neil Braun. He is so smart. He's such a kind person. Um, and he is very, um, hands-on with the students he loves to meet with the students in the business school so me and my sister um, meet with him we have usually like once or twice a semester we have a sit-down meeting where we just discuss like our career goals and like where we're going and we ask for his advice and he always has very helpful insight and um, and that's just the way he is if you are a student at Pace and you email him he'll put any student on his calendar and he says that's his favorite part of his job is meeting the students um, And so he's been really um, definitely influential uh, in my career and especially applying for internships. But he said, and this was back when I was a freshman, he said that every job for the most part that he's gotten in his life, he'd even apply for. Um, He just kind of created the position before it was even created and they realized that they needed him. And so they brought him on for that. And I think that knowing that like you're unique in your own way and the value that you add can be basically valuable to a company. Mm -hmm. And instead of trying to fit the mold of like what they're trying to hire for, you should show them why you break the mold and why you're above and beyond. The, The key to success is just showing that you are one of a kind. You're not just someone who can just fit into any desk and that you are valuable. I love it. That's so true. And that piece of advice, making sure that you are bringing value is massive and it goes for you working in a company. You have to bring value. It also goes to you 
trying to give something to customers and clients as well. Like whether it's your coworkers or an actual external client to your business, it's how do you bring value to them? That's what matters. And that's what they remember. And amazing, amazing advice. I love the fact that your Dean of your business school is so involved within the students. I think that's a huge asset to have a mentor like that with so much knowledge and who's so open as well. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, he's, he's amazing. Um, he, had this commencement speech, um, or I, guess, I don't, I don't I guess it wasn't commencement. He had a speech, um, at like the beginning of our college career and he referenced Hamilton, the song, uh, I'm not throwing away my shot. And oh, Carrie okay. and I, my twin sister, Carrie, were both so just like captivated by, captivated by that. Um, yes. because we love Hamilton and my sister mm-hmm. actually works at Hamilton now, which is crazy. She does. Um, she oh works on gosh. the house staff. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Carrie's, Carrie's amazing in her own right. Um, but yeah, so we were both kind of drawn by that, um, that idea that like, this is my shot. I'm not going to throw it away. I'm, I'm a freshman Mm -hmm. in college. I live in New York city. And so we both reached out to him separately. And, uh, he said that out of all of the students that he speaks with, um, you know, on that large scale, very few reach out to him directly because, you don't feel like there's even an opportunity to, because, you know, the Dean, it just feels very far mm-hmm. away. Um, yes. But he says that any student that does reach out to him, he will sit down and he will talk through their career and give them advice. And because we started doing that our freshman year, we just kept it up and mm-hmm. had, you know, mm-hmm. month, not monthly, um, semester meetings. And it's been really helpful to kind of get his insight because he's, he's so experienced and, you know, his career has been so successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but he's actually leaving Pace this year. So How crazy. Sorry, kids. Yeah. I mean, it's good that you're graduating though. You got your four years with him, which is incredible. And I think it goes to show as well. It never hurts to reach out, whether it's to the dean of your school, to an employer, to a company, it never hurts to reach out because you never know what's going to come back to you. Oh my gosh, totally. And that's a whole nother thing is that, um, you know, best career advice going off of that question is that like, send the email. My always says, send the email. If you have the email address, you send the email. If you had an interview, you send that follow-up email. If you had a casual run-in and you just want to send an email, send the email. Mm -hmm. You need to get your face out there. You need to show that you have passion, that you have, you know, you want the positions, you want to be in the room. And if you just keep putting yourself out there, no matter how many times you do, um, if you don't hear back time and time again, eventually you will be heard. And so just keep trying. Absolutely. Succeed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love how well your career is going and I'm so excited to see where you go next. Um, we're going to have to keep in touch and I'm going to take you up on that virtual half marathon. I am so down to do it. Um, Gosh, and, yes. I'm so yes. excited for the other half of the half marathon. Yes. I'm like getting super hyped for it. Yes. I'm so pumped for you. Um, but before we go, please let everyone know where they can find you on Instagram and anywhere else as well. Um, as well as your podcast, of course. Um, you're an incredible girl. So I want to make sure everyone can find you and listens and follows you everywhere they can. Oh my gosh. First of all, you're so nice. You're so sweet and poised. And I'm so happy that you are on such a successful path at a young age. You and yourself, you yourself are so impressive. So thank you for reaching out. It was such a wonderful conversation. I feel like we could just talk for hours, but yes, um, yeah. For in terms of my stuff, so my fitness Instagram is at Jenny King Fit. So I post there daily um, about you know when I'm 
when I'm teaching Equinox, what classes I'm teaching, I usually teach athletic conditioning or core conditioning, which is um, hit classes with, you know, pretty heavy weights. So I post about all of those classes so that people can come to my classes. Um, Cause I do a lot of sub spots. So they're kind of last minute. Um, but anyway, it's at Jenny King fit. So I have all things fitness there. Um, I also have a personal, but no one needs to follow that, but that's just Virginia King 101. Um, for just like normal life stuff. And then the podcast is Twin Talk with Carrie and Ginny. And it's on Spotify and Apple Podcast. And we talk about all different things. It's kind of just Twin Talk is, you know, encapsulates everything that we could think about. So anything from body confidence, dating, our internship advice, business advice, fitness advice. Um, Carrie's a vegan, so we'll talk about veganism. We talk about everything. So that's a really fun space to just explore different topics. And then we have a YouTube channel, which is Carrie and Ginny King. And um, yeah, that's just, you know, videos about fitness, about life. We do a lot of vlogs. Vlogs are my favorite. Um, and then I also have a website where I sell like workout guides and stuff. But yeah, that's pretty much all the places that you can find me. Amazing. You have so much going on. It's so exciting. And I will put all of it in the show notes so everyone can find it there. Um, but again, thank you, Ginny, so much for coming today. It's been incredible talking with you. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. I, I could talk about this kind of stuff for literally 10 years. So yes. it was so fun to discuss with you. And so nice to meet you. Of course. So good to meet you as well. With the holidays just around the corner, Macy's makes it easy to get your online orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup or pickup inside the store. Need it now? Try same-day delivery powered by DoorDash, available in select locations. Plus, shop early and late with extended store hours right up to the last minute. And don't forget, if you're getting your purchases delivered by mail, make sure you place your order by December 18th on Macy's.com. Some exclusions apply. Pickup and same-day delivery valid for most in-stock items at select stores only. 